Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says, yo. Welcome to this week's episode of the Nintendo Shack Podcast, the Switch outsold the Wii, if you can believe it. We are here today talking, we have so much news to talk about. Well, we're going to get into our more of our Pokemon Legends Arceus impressions. Now that we've actually played more of the game than last week, um, Nintendo dropped some big financial uh, report data that has some interesting milestones that we will talk about. Um, Lots of rumors are starting to swirl. We got a lot to discuss this week, and I am very excited that we are here today to talk about it. Dr. Garrett Bland, how are you today? Yes, I am doing just fine. A little tired, but I'm doing good. I'm in the best time zone, the West Coast zone, so it's it's pretty early for me. I don't know about you guys. Keep telling yourself that. I'm feeling good. (laughs) I I got my coffee. I got my Zelda cup going on so yeah oh i'm drinking orange juice because two of four children in my house have been sick in the last week and a half mm. so i'm just like i'm gonna drink this juice i'm gonna hope this works that's my plan pump that vitamin you're C a doctor your, your just blood. validate me, please. <laughs> yeah, it, exactly i'm validating right now i'm prescribing you orange juice <laughs> thank you right i now. am amazed that i haven't gotten sick at all because it is going through the school something mm-hmm. it's not covid there's some no kind of it's a cold going through the school yeah it's yeah. a really nasty cold flu like mm. symptoms it's not the flu it's not covid it's something else no it's like a nasty cough and they're junky and anything to do with it <laughs> yeah it's ugly and i hate it yeah. and uh they feel great Hopefully and i just you're feeling okay. Hopefully they feel better. They're they're doing much better. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Have either of you gotten in any gaming this week? I I played the main story of Pokemon all the way through. Okay. Did you get I it? saw that. So here's the thing. Yeah. We didn't get out of bed all day Saturday, my girlfriend and I, and this is basically all we did. Like we just turned on wow. Pokemon. She made coffee for me and we basically did that all day. Like we did that the like all perfect day. Saturday. I love her. <laughs> uh, so we finished <laughs> we finished the main story. There's some after like main story arc stuff to do. Um she's okay. right now she's playing Animal Crossing, but I think her plan is to like come down here and like catch the pocket monsters that in the areas that she hasn't caught everything in. So I heard that there's a decent amount after you beat the main campaign that it encourages you to keep going. And it's mm-hmm. not like other Pokemon games where it's like, okay, well now I can do this kind of battling. It's actually some storyline. Yeah. Yeah. There's like catch some legendaries kind of stuff, but it's mm-hmm. like specific cool. and they set you up with a second like kind of story arc. And we haven't tackled that yet. Cause we like to do the story stuff like together. And then when I'm doing something else, like, like I was playing uncharted Four the other day, the remaster, and she either sits and watches mm-hmm. me play that and like cringes every time I make a jump because I think it makes her nervous, or she like catches <laughs> Pokemon while I do it. So it does make her nervous. She's freaking out. Nice. So yeah. How long did it take you guys? I would say fifteen hours, if I had to guess. Okay. Um, we did a little bit. Like okay. I, at one point, I think I fell asleep while she was doing something, so she just looped back through the other Pokemon areas and was catching other stuff. And I was like, "Why did you? Why didn't you wake me up?" And she's like, "Because you it were cute." It took you fifteen hours to get through this story. Yeah, we did a lot of. But the problem is, like, the way this game is set up, like, you can just dilly daddle in an area. You, 
You, get, you know, yeah. and just well, catch a I, bunch of stuff. I have about so. 15 hours or so, and I am, like, halfway through. I'm in the third area, wow. so I feel like oh. I am, like, taking my time through it. I'm, like, exploring everything. I'm trying to catch everything before I go to the next area. We did I get that. distracted. We did that for the first couple areas, and then we kind of mainlined the second half of the story so that we could kind of just, mm. like, set it. The reason we do that is because there's other games that I wanted to play, and she didn't want to do the story stuff without me. So now she can just Mm -hmm. go back and catch Pokemon while I do other stuff, and it works out really well. She's really enjoying it. Like, she's gotten bored of every other Pokemon game she's tried to play, and she really loves this one. I... This might be my favorite Pokemon game maybe ever. Like, it's up there for me. Because it's just hitting all the right notes, you know what I mean? It was, like, Mm -hmm. just enough of, like, everything to make me really want to keep playing Mm -hmm. it. Like, I had the same feeling finishing that campaign as I did going into last week's impressions, where I was like, no, this is great. I'm really happy with this. I want to talk a little bit more about that, but Garrett, how far are you yes. into it? I'm about seven-ish hours in, okay. and that's me dilly-dallying. I just did the Bidoof side quest, the three Bidoofs <laughs> that you just went all around town and, you know, find all of them. Yeah. I, I, I like to do the requests. I'm, mm-hmm. I know they don't give you much, really, but I just like, you know what? I want to spend as much time in this game mm-hmm. as I can. Yep. I'm not even to the second area. Like oh, I, I okay. did the um, I did the Scyther. What, what's his name? Cleavor. I don't. I forgot. Cleaver. Huh? Mm-hmm. Cleavor. Yeah. yeah, sure. I I went through that boss battle. Pretty. It was it was a breeze. And so mm-hmm. I'm now still in the first area. Like back to town, and I have to raise my like guy to the second star. Um, I really like this game. It's a good one. Um, I wouldn't say it's my favorite Pokemon game um, right now. Um, maybe I'd change my opinion later. But yeah, it's, it's definitely a fresh take on the Pokemon formula, which I, I was looking forward to mm-hmm. with this game. That, that was the one positive thing that, that was in my head over the past two months. I'm like, this is going to be different mm-hmm. than what we're going to see before. And I'm glad that they executed it mostly right. And, I, and I'm, I'm glad that they... Um, yeah, it's just a brand new way of, of going through it. It's not so, the dumpster yeah. fire that we thought that it might be. No, it definitely isn't. It's, <laughs> it's a blast. It's been a blast. Like, I have some minor technical quibbles. Like, the pop-in is, like, ridiculously frustrating mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, yes. It's more frustrating later when you get a particular companion character that maybe you guys haven't seen yet that uh, makes you... Like, it's more annoying because it's more obvious. Okay. But, yeah. I mean, like, that's, like, they feel minor. The frame rate... Gave me some trouble during one of the boss battles later. Okay. Um, Yeah, I think the game definitely isn't without its faults. The pop-in is a problem. I think definitely a lot of the graphical issues, I think, are are a problem. Um, Some performance things. Um, But I really like, and I said this last week, I really like a lot of the ideas here. Mm -hmm. And I think it would be a huge mistake if they didn't bring this to the next generation. Okay. Um, I think if they combined the ideas that they have here with a lot of what, you know, we know and love about previous generations with gym battles mm-hmm. and kind of, you know, more of the traditional style there, I think they could have something really, really strong on their hands. Yep. Mm-hmm. But um, for sure, like Gara, I really like the kind of the gameplay loop of this, you know, going out and, and fulfilling those requests. And I really like the building of the Pokedex. I've been reading a lot of what people have been saying online about this. And I, I do see a lot of positivity about this game, which I feel like for one is unheard of for the Pokemon fan base. You almost much, never yeah. have this, you know, unanimous. Wow. I like what they're doing here. Um, usually it's quite 
quite the opposite. Um, but I think something for me personally, and I, I don't know if maybe I'm in the minority with this, but I'm doing m much less battling in this game, and I don't know if that's by choice yeah. because I tend to, I think, collect them more like the organically just throwing the Pokeballs without engaging in yeah. battle mm -hmm. rather than mm -hmm. battle. I don't know if like people are doing it split or if most people are battling instead of just catching by throwing the Pokeballs. Yeah, that's, that's a good question. Um, for me, it's mostly catching, but if I don't catch it, like after the first time, I'm just like, I, I don't want to try to catch you again. Let me battle you. Um, so I do actually probably half and half, half battling, half catching. Okay. If I don't, catch it the first time yeah. around i definitely battle that's usually what and i do too i yep i like the battling system itself it's the same mm -hmm. exact formula but with that strong and agile yeah. style i was gonna ask what do you think about how they've changed the battling up because for one it's i love that the transitions that you get into it right away and you get mm -hmm. out of it right away there's no wasting of your yeah. time they really respect your time in this game and i appreciate that so much um i on the flip side, I feel like they, I don't know, it's a different strategy, but I think there's some frustrating aspects of it. Like if you have multiple wild Pokemon in the battle, like you could have two or three mm -hmm. Pokemon in a battle attacking you, but you can only have one of yours out and you can only attack one at a time. None of the Correct. moves attack multiple at a time. So some of these battles I try to avoid because if there's a lot of Pokemon around, it could take me a long time and they end up obliterating me because it's like one against two or it one against hard. three. It can be really hard. Tough. Yeah. And I feel like I might be under leveled a little bit because I don't need to battle. I'm avoiding these battles and I don't need to battle for the noble Pokemon. I can just throw the bombs at them the whole time. I don't yeah. need to battle. The only times that I have to battle are when I am meeting one of the wardens and they have like mm -hmm. one, maybe two Pokemon. Hmm. That gets right, stacked right. differently towards the end of the story arc. So okay. there is a point, like late, where there is a couple trainers you deal with that are a pain in the butt because of that. Like, so it feels I like... should start leveling a little more. Yeah, I would <laughs> say yeah, but you level your Pokemon in this game by doing everything. You level them by throwing them at yeah. a tree to collect the fruit. You level That's them true. by catching. You know, you level them constantly. So mm -hmm. it's not like you're not under necessarily. You know, I feel like it's slower if I'm not doing in any you know sure. as many battles. But mm -hmm. I feel like I'm below where I should be. I'm not. I haven't been paying attention too much. I never. I didn't have a problem until like very late game when we were a couple levels under where I wanted to be. Okay. Um, and we still kind of okay. brute forced it a little bit because we just mm -hmm. had the right Pokemon and the right. They had the right, you know, special attacks and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, but I was a couple levels under by the time I hit the end of the story. Yeah, so. I don't mind gotcha. it because I. And this is where I think I might be in the minority where I am not really. The reason why I like Pokemon is the collecting of the Pokemon, mm -hmm. not the battling. Mm -hmm. um, I, I feel like okay. compared to other RPGs, it, the battling is just I spam the same move over and over, yeah. you know, by the mm -hmm. time I get to a certain yeah. point in the game anyway. Um, so I really like that I'm able to go around and just fill out this Pokedex. And they, they're so it's more than just collecting one of each Pokemon. Like you're actually tasked with, OK, I need to catch like five large Bidoof. I need to catch, you know... There's different tasks associated with them to complete the Pokedex. Sure. And I like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like that you can, you can complete battles. an entry for any Pokemon without having to battle it. 
when you look at like mm-hmm. all of the options you can totally do that um mm-hmm. or by using it in battle because some of the pokedex like stuff is like see it use a yeah. certain move so you can do that you can see use it that use pokemon a move or feed it a certain you know feed it yeah. berries or something like that i kind of love that because like my girlfriend likes the the catching I don't mind the battling, but it's never been my favorite part because mm-hmm. Pokemon battling is always just kind of like uh, rock, paper, scissors, lizard, Spock. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? Like, it's not that <laughs> right. exciting to me personally. So, um, but I, I like that there are options here for how to complete the game. Like, you don't have to battle your way through the game at certain set points. Like, there are, sure. there are certain points where you have to, but they're like... There's less of those than there have been in any other Pokemon game, and I actually really appreciate that. And the Warden battles the noble battles are different they're action mm-hmm. battles it feels like monster hunter and i really love that it really does i yeah. really love it yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. what uh really took me by surprise is the turns mm-hmm. um in the battling system i really had to rethink my strategy when there's actually turns based and it's based on your agility or mm-hmm. your speed yeah. And you can change your your styles i think they put enough refresh on that battling system that if they put that in a new Pokemon game, I think I w- by that system itself, yeah, yeah. would it reinvigorate myself to get back into the games because mm-hmm. it was bare bones before with the rock mm-hmm. paper scissors for years. Even and if they, they added more in, options man, it's, too, it's cool. we have the strong style, yeah. we have the agile style. I could even see them adding, you know, a couple more. And I like that you don't get that for each move right away. You actually have to yeah. use the move a couple times before you unlock that for each move or level um, the Pokemon. It's a level or le- two. Yeah, or level Because you can just, yeah. they, they just yeah. unlock the mastery at levels. Like, that's what happens. Because right. I had Pokemon in my party that would master those moves. And I was like, I haven't even used you. Bro, yeah. what are you doing on the weekends that you're mastering these moves? You know, but... <laughs> I'm not skipping leg day. But, let me tell some you. Of those Pokemon but you're right because it really caught me off guard the first time that I was battling another Pokemon and it went twice in a row and that's because right. it was using Agile style. Agile. And I was yep. using Strong yeah. style. And I'm yep. like, wait a second, like... You're, that's illegal. You can't go twice in a row, but that's, yeah, that's the <laughs> yeah. strategy we have to rethink now. And that's the dice roll that you mm-hmm. roll. Instead of rolling the dice on, mm-hmm. like, just something simple or, like, a type, just the type, now you're rolling, mm-hmm. if I use strong style, will I one-hit this Pokemon, or is it going to get two moves and I'm going to get wiped out? And I really like that, like, a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, also, I hope they mm-hmm. lean into that. Yeah, I, I just, this game... I haven't loved a Pokemon game in a really long time, and I love this game. And I, I you know, I came out of like nice, br- like playing all weekend, still feeling that way, and that's very rare for me, mm-hmm. like super rare for me. So I'm a big fan, very happy. How how do you guys nice. feel about the story so far and like the lore of it and the characters? I liked it. It was serviceable. It's better than other Pokemon yes, games. It's be- that's the thing. That. It's better than other Pokemon games, kind of by leaps and bounds. Is it better than every other game or an RPG? No, not necessarily. But is it serviceable? No. Absolutely. It's interesting enough. You know? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I'm seeing people post little bits of like, you know, oh, well, here's this intense Sinnoh lore. And, um, well, this is really mm-hmm. a reference to that. And I'm like, wow, like that's... That's a lot deeper than I expected it to be. And I like yeah. that they're trying something new. And I feel like the story in Pokemon games is always cheesy. And mm-hmm. this is a little cheesy yes. a lot of the times, too. Um, but I like the characters. And I don't feel like it's a slog to th- sit through the dialogue and the, the cutscenes and stuff in this right. one. Yeah. In Sword and Shield and Sun and Moon, I feel like I'm like, okay, well, I don't play Pokemon for the story. I'm mashing through all this text. I'm not, I don't care about it, but mm-hmm. this one I'm actually kind of invested. Like, I want to hear what they have to say. Like, I feel like there's layers to it. And um, yeah. 
for sure. I love all the different characters and the different clans going on and mm-hmm. how it's like kind of parallel to the fourth gen games with mm-hmm. Galaxy mm-hmm. and the Diamond and Pearl clan. And yeah, I, I'm enjoying it so far. Um, yeah, it's definitely not like, oh, this is my favorite story ever, but it's, it's right. But you can, I think we yeah. can respect it, especially having played um, Diamond and Pearl and knowing, well, okay, well, yeah. that makes sense. Like the, the Diamond and Pearl clan turn into this and the Galaxy expedition team or whatever they're called like that's why team galaxy exists yeah you know yeah. you can kind of see it's kind of crazy into yeah um, i like that i like what they did with it mm-hmm. and i like how they wrote it it's not so cheesy it's got some like borderline dark moments like it's it's not bad mm-hmm. i'm more impressed than i thought it would be let me put it that way mm-hmm. nice i wanted uh, we had a couple questions um that i think i'm, I'm gonna pose now that were written into us. TPR sure. wanted to know now that everyone has gotten more time with Legends Arceus, how is the difficulty of the game as you've played? So far, I it hasn't been difficult for me a lot, but there were a couple times where I was caught completely off guard, like the first space time distortion that I got. Oh, those can be it tough. It caught me. Yeah. Mm. I was like, why are there all these huge Pokemon chasing me all of a sudden? Like, they wiped <laughs> out my Pokemon. They were so way over leveled compared to me. They wiped out all of my Pokemon as I was trying to catch them. And then I had to run, and then they knocked me out. So um, I need to approach those a little bit differently next time. Um, yeah I mean based on what you said it sounds like I'm going to have to level up because it's going to get harder it gets more difficult towards the back like third the warden Pokemon like noble Pokemon battles they get challenging like the first one is pretty easy peasy um, I would argue the second one isn't so bad, but after that they get they get harder they require mm-hmm. some pattern recognition they're, they're action games like action game boss fights um I don't know. I would I would say I would use the word uneven and I would say that because you this game can be as hard or as easy as you kind of want it to be. So if you seek out those alpha pokemon with the red eyes and try to battle them, mm-hmm. it's harder. You can make it hard for yourself, you know, you can mm-hmm. battle more pokemon that are higher level than you to make it hard. If you or go to the distortions. If you don't want to do that, you can largely avoid that and just brute force mm-hmm. level and get there for the end of the game. You'll probably be fine with the exception of those noble battles where you do have to like kind of you know, you have to be on your game a little bit towards the end. So, I'd- And something I, that I think I like about the noble battles is that you can choose how you want to approach them. If you want to do what I did and yeah. just throw bombs, yeah, you'll have yep. to dodge the attacks a lot more. Um, and it might take a little bit longer, but you don't have to send out a single... The, the first nope. one that I did, I didn't send out yeah. a single Pokemon. Yeah, I didn't know I could. Oh, like, you have was, to wait. You have to dodge enough moves for them essentially to make a mistake or to or wear themselves out. And yeah, I, think I mean, if, and I just throw bombs. If you that's, that's all if I you did. hit them with a Pokemon, you get you get into a battle with them and you wipe their health bar, yeah. and then they stun lock themselves for a certain amount of time, and you can throw tons of bombs. Cool. And you do you chip their thing down way faster that way, so you can yeah, knock out a, a quarter of their health. Cool. Yeah. So and there oh, the okay, later ones good. like the dodging is so, and you don't heal in those fights your character i don't know if anybody's noticed that you take hits and they add up so unless you're very good at dodging those moves in those later battles that are much more challenging you kind of want to expedite getting through there were a couple that were very close like i was yeah i might have to start battling them yeah (laughs) so i would recommend like finding the pokemon that me and badoof had a conversation he was my boy (laughs) for a little while he He was was my huckleberry like he saved my ass a couple times (laughs) y'all so really yeah a little crazy eyed sucker 
So CPR, I mean, this definitely challenges our strategies, I would say. You're definitely, this isn't going to be a much game, more. you know, where, where you're mashing the buttons, rock, paper, scissors, like we said, through it. There's definitely, it's, I wouldn't say it's a hard game, but it's makes you think. It's harder than Shining so, yeah, Pearl and, and Diamond. It's oh, much yeah. harder right. than those those games, yeah. Right. I was going through the first area, and I, I, I realized that when I was going into battles, I'm like, oh, they actually killed one yeah, of my Pokemon. they come for you. Mm-hmm. That that never happens, yeah. ever. They come like, for you. Like Geodude's yeah. in there. I'm like, dang, he's using Rollout and like destroyed three of my <laughs> Pokemon. That that never happened. Yeah, so, yeah, it is definitely like much it's, more challenging than those last couple of games have been. And it's really cool. Yeah, but it's manageable. Yeah, I think sure. so too. Sure. I don't think it's so hard that you're not going to want to play it. It's not Shimigami Tensei. No, it's very that. manageable, and you can just chill and catch Pokemon and level up and and approach it again, and it's fine. You know. So. Yeah. That's true. I mean, yeah, you like like you were saying, you can kind of take the scenic route in a lot of times and you can avoid all of those alpha mm-hmm. battles if you want to and you can you can just be lined straight for one thing that i do like is they they mark where you're supposed to go like you have the waypoints so yes. you never oh, have to wonder game where you're going Thank like you. you can you can avoid it and you can like go the long way around and you can find all the cool things that you want to find or you can just go straight there and I, yeah. I feel like there's a good amount of fast travel points and there's more as you open up like as you explore mm-hmm. a little bit more, like you can build more. You don't just have that first base camp that you start at right. the region. You can build more as you go around. Um, That's so nice. It's a monster yeah, hunter thing it. too, and then you can fast travel back to them. Yeah. And when you you can rest at the camps to heal your Pokemon, so you don't constantly have to be using revives or crafting potions. There's good stuff here, you know, and I, I really mm-hmm. like it. Yeah, I really like having weird air. Like when he came into the game, I'm like, all right. Oh, it gets cool. it gets better, my boy. It gets better. I bet it does with yeah, all the flying and some the really swimming. Good there's some cool yeah. friends in this game. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Cool. I also have a new favorite Pokemon. Oh, what is it? Well, I don't care. I don't think you. Is seen... this spoilers? You have not seen this Pokemon yet, but it is an no, evolution no. of an existing Pokemon. Yeah. Okay, uh, the, the, I I knew about that. I've seen. Okay, that on okay, Twitter. okay. My new favorite right. Pokemon is Ursa Luna. Everybody, Ursa nice. Luna. Ursa Luna. Yeah. <laughs> nice. He's very good. <laughs> I love it. Um, for Android wants to know what other regions would you like to see in the Pokemon Legend style? Can I all answer of them. this first? Yes. Well, go ahead. Okay, all of them. Sure. Yeah. Obviously, I want them to to do the next new generation in this you know style to sure. at least implement some of like you know the the mechanics and style of what we're seeing here. But if we're having a new mm-hmm. Pokemon Legends subtitle game, I want it to be Johto. I know we no. were just talking about let's go Johto. I know we were just talking about that, but. Think of the story and the lore with Ho-Oh and Lugia it's and the three gold. wild dogs. There's a lot of rich lore oh. in that game with, like, the burned so tower. Good, yeah. Man, you can go to an ancient Johto. That'd be which cool. Which is already ancient if you think about it. Like That'd be cool. Man. I mean, There's a lot of ancient history behind it, a lot mm-hmm. of lore behind it. Oh, man, if you go through the crystal storyline with Suicune. Mm-hmm. With Suicune, that- yes. That would be amazing. Yeah, I so. want that so yeah, badly. I'm totally on board with the Johto region mm-hmm. Pokemon Legends Absolutely. edition. I'm down for whatever they want to do next in this style because I like playing Pokemon this way. Like so much, yeah. so much more. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Yes, yes, yes. Um, 
before we get into the news and we'll talk a little bit more about Arceus and how it's been selling, Garrett, was there mm-hmm. any other game that you wanted to talk about that you've been playing lately? Well, I finished out the Monarch demo. Um, Tell us about and, that. And I'm glad, I'm glad I did. It is, um, I think, the best way to describe the story and the characters. It's a second-rate Persona game. Sure. It is a total, clear copycat of high school kids, their relationships, and then they have, instead of Persona, they have these, like, I don't know, like, ideals and... I don't know. They have their own lore behind what what they're doing with their char- like their heroes and their villains. And the villains are like the seven deadly sins. Um, the first one is Pride. Mm. And he's kind of like taken over all of the student council and you have to face him. Very dialogue heavy. Um, but I do like um, the, the tactical based combat that's in this game. Um, it's just basically like... You take your turn. It's like Fire Emblem, but instead of like a tile base, it's it's circle. And so it's like a freeform circle. You move, and then you can attack if you're within the range. Um, and then, of course, there's melee attacks, range attacks. Um, but you you basically what you have to do is like keep your, your party members close so they can do combos on top of the enemy characters as well. Um, and then you have to worry about two gauges. Um, and one's called a mag gauge where... You actually go into like the enemy mist or territory or whatever, and like that constantly goes up over time. And if it goes a hundred percent, you're you're out. You have to like figure out how to like get it down, or um, maybe go back to the first floor and, and like refresh your mag gauge. Um, and then there's this awaken gauge that's actually in combat. And so if you got both of them one hundred percent, which I haven't figured it out yet, they said you can do some massive like combos or Ooh. something. So yeah. A lot of systems going on, different characters and these main characters. Um, I'm really digging the style, though. Okay. Um, I would like to play more of it. It's probably not still a day one purchase, um, but I'll keep my eye on like sales or whatever later this year and see if I get it. I remember but, you were yeah. a little lukewarm on it last, uh, last week mm-hmm. or whenever it was that you yeah. were first talking about it. So you feel a little better about it now, but still... It's a, yeah, it's a little better. JRPGs, let me tell you, it's uh, some of them are just they're very hard to get into. Like the first, you you gotta have patience. Uh-huh. And this one, mm-hmm. I mean, like it took me four hours uh, to to beat the demo. And like probably the first two, I'm like loaded with tutorials, loaded yep. with dialogue. And I would have not given much up. to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A lot of people would have given up. But for the people who like JRPGs. We're in a persona. I think, like, if you have some patience and go through this, I think you'll enjoy this one. It's out. Too. It's out in like three weeks for sure. So I'm excited to. It's pretty soon. Yeah, it's out the yeah. same day as the Destiny Two expansion, and like four days after Horizon Forbidden West, though. So it's like in a tough. spot. I don't spot. know why they did that, but yeah, it's sure. in a tough spot. So yep. Well, they already released in Japan. No, probably. I mean, who I, knows? Like, no. who knows? For Horizon is a big pull for a lot of people, even mm-hmm. people who like JRPGs. Mm-hmm. I don't know about Destiny, but. It's still a tough spot to stick it in. There's a lot of stuff coming out in February and March. Yeah, this so, month. Yeah, I don't think um, they care. And no, I don't really think they care either. Cares that much. Yeah. Um, so. Oh, good. Anyways. Okay. Are you interested in that one, Elaine? Yeah, that one's been on my okay. list for a while because the visual style, like, like checked a lot of boxes for me. So. But you didn't yeah. play the demo yet. No, I don't like to do that with JRPGs because my biggest struggle is like I'm probably going to buy this eventually anyway. I don't always buy them on day one, mm-hmm. but then I'm invested in it and I don't have it yeah. yet and I want to keep playing. Does but then right. there's enough of a lull. Carry over? Yes, it, it does. Okay. 
Say data yeah. carries over. Yeah. yeah. But, and the big struggle I have is like I get with JRPGs once you stop playing them and you forget what's happening and what the systems true. are, you're like I have to start over. That's me anyway. Very I just true. I can't. Yeah. It's too much. So. Hey, I understand that. My wait. Especially if you know that you're gonna like that you're gonna play it, and I will you play know, it. I'll you, get you to it. You might not eventually. need the demo to convince you. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Nintendo released some financial data and figures from uh, their what was this last quarter? Yeah, something like I that. I think yes. I think it was the last yeah, quarter. The last quarter. This one tidbit of information they actually put in a tweet today. So talking about Pokemon Legends Arceus, we talked about our extended impressions now that we've played a little bit more. And Nintendo tweeted today that the game has sold over 6.5 million copies in its first Ooh. three days. That's bananas. That's bonkers. That yeah, makes it the second fastest selling Switch game ever behind Animal Crossing New Horizons. Which that's a lot of games in three days. <laughs> they they sold right yeah. behind Animal Crossing, a game that was released when everybody went into lockdown because of a global pandemic, and they still are edging up against that that game's release. That's nuts to me. We were, yeah. I think, one of the questions that we had months ago or weeks ago or whatever it was was, what do we think is going to do better, Pokemon uh, Diamond and Pearl or Pokemon Legends Arceus? And I think we made pretty good arguments for either side, but this blows it out. Of yeah. The People want new. New is new is king, and new that's Definitely. executed well and had really good word of mouth. I mean, like that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm super glad. Assuming it keeps, yeah, assuming it keeps selling this well. I mean, that's that's really impressive. Yeah. Um, we have some more um, fun statistics from this report that came out. Uh, the Switch family of consoles has achieved 103 and a half million total lifetime sales. This surpasses the Wii. And the original PlayStation. Also, it, ha- it has surpassed 100 million lifetime sales faster than any other home console ever. That's nuts. nuts. I also remember, Garrett, I think a year or two, yeah. three ago, you, me, and Donnie, I think we had the question, will this console, will the Switch sell more than the Wii? And I think we said yes. I think we said yes eventually. I, don't I think so. know that we thought that it would have happened quite this fast. I don't, I mean. Yeah, we were speculating on a Switch Pro or a new model, and this goes to show you with the momentum of the Switch sales now, they're, they they don't we want to do the that OLED, right We had the OLED, but now. the OLED, I wish I had written it down, the OLED didn't even make up half of the, you know, the sales. I think that it, it was a good right. portion, but even the original Switch on its own was kind of carrying this here. Yeah, um, and pretty much. Nuts. So that happened faster than I thought anyway. Uh, on some games... Metroid Dread is on track to become the best-selling Metroid game ever. It probably already is at this point. Uh, in the first three months, cool. uh, it sold 2.74 million copies. Uh, in comparison, Metroid Prime has 2.73 million lifetime sales, which I know we were just talking about how <laughs> Pokemon Legends Arceus sold 6.5 million in the first three days, that this measly 2.7 million in three months doesn't sound that much. But for this franchise, it is it's yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot. It is. I think it's enough that's to a, tell Nintendo that's that, huge. that it's should be yeah. here to stay. Because yeah. I think if they keep breathing life into this franchise, they um could they won't see Pokemon numbers, but I mean I think that, that it could be one of their big league hitters if if they keep breathing life into mm-hmm. it. Absolutely. So I'm very happy for Metroid for reaching this milestone. 
Good on them. Mm -hmm. Very good on them. Also, Animal Crossing New Horizons becomes the best-selling game in Japan ever. That's nuts. Ever. (laughs) So to... It it might not sound like like it's nuts, but think of it this way. It has now sold over 10 million units in Japan, surpassing the previous record holder, Super Mario Bros. for the Famicom. That's insane. Like, the fact that Super Mario Bros. held the record for that long is actually what's crazy here. For what? Um, 30, 35 years? Whatever, however long Almost as long as I've been alive. That's fine. No big deal. Like it's like nineteen eighty one. That's what or something. That's like what's that, right? nuts about this story. Like, you know what I mean? That the install base for the Switch has hit a level, and Animal Crossing was so ubiquitous across that install base that it even has a sh- had a shot at Mario Bros. That's crazy. I think there's awesome. what there's like ten games on the Switch that the worldwide sales are over ten million now mm-hmm. or something like that. It's something around that. So I feel like we look at that, we think ten million units, like that's not in Japan alone. That's right. a big Japan. deal. That is yeah. a huge, huge, huge deal. And Nuts. yeah, to break that that record holder of Super Mario Bros. I think it will be a very long time before that's broken again. Yeah, because it was just like the perfect game at the perfect moment. And they didn't plan that, and it just hit at a time when everybody's stuck inside anyway. And mm-hmm. it just was, it made everybody happy. It was wild to see people play. I'm curious yeah. where Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is on that list for Japan. Yeah, me too. I don't know. Is that know. not as popular there as it is here? I don't have a really good feeling. I'm not too sure. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Because I, I know that um, game has over 30 million. I wonder how much of that is, is in Japan. Mm-hmm. Is Japan? I feel like a lot in the U.S. play Mario Kart, or in like Europe and everything. Mm-hmm. I feel like we do Mario Kart type of mm-hmm. gatherings or whatever. But I, I, I don't know about Japan or the Japan market. They love Splatoon, that. though. Yeah, they do. That's true. Uh, very much. Very, very true. And every time I see a Japan character, whatever in Splatoon, I, I'm, I'm afraid. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Hobie wants to know, Pokemon Sword and Shield has edged past gold and silver and is now seated in the position of the second best-selling Pokemon game of all time behind red, blue, green. Are we seeing the Switch effect here, or is Pokemon in a better state now that we have seen since the Pokemania of the late 90s and early 2000s? He says, I know around Shaq it seems the attitude towards Sword and Shield has been kind of lukewarm. However, where I am plugged into a Pokemon-centric community, Gen 8 seems to be one of the strongest in a long time. I don't have much knowledge of how the actual target audience, younger kids, are taking to Sword and Shield, but those sales numbers can't just be from old Gen 1ers like myself. I think there's a lot of good thoughts here. You're right. He's right. I mean, I... He's right. This is... He's right. He's he's right. It's not just older folks who are looking for something new. He's right that it seems that Sword and Shield really appealed to kids, and there's... Look at how many units the Switch sold. Like, there is a Switch effect happening here because the install base of the Switch is now larger than any of those handhelds ever were. And video games are more ubiquitous across culture than they were in the 90s and early 2000s. Like, everybody has a console or plays something. A lot of kids have Switches because that's the easiest for a parent to buy. So I think it's just like a kind of a perfect storm for Pokemon right now to, like, hit everybody sell gangbusters yeah i saw sword and shield to be very kid friendly it's easier right? mm-hmm. I, i'm saying like, yeah, yeah yeah with my little siblings like like really young kids can probably go through that game quite well just mm-hmm. just mashing buttons um so yeah i it's definitely because of that and also as you said 
I think it's not niche at all. I right. mean, like even the '90s, it, it wasn't as niche. It's probably the biggest one, but you're still. It, I felt like I was still alienated when I liked Pokemon. There was only like maybe four or five other kids yeah. in class that liked Pokemon. Yeah. Um, but now everyone's into the culture yes. so, of video games, even anime yep. too. The, um, the trading so, cards. Yeah. So I, y'all know by yeah. now, work at an elementary school. Oh, the kids. Pokemon is huge. You will yeah. not be made fun of if you express your love of Pokemon. We have to take away cards. They talk about, they. I talk to them about playing Pokemon on their Switch. They all have it. They're all mm-hmm. into it. They all have Sword and Shield. Um, it is popular. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that the DS sold a ton, but I feel like maybe that was around the age where the first, you know, where the the, the people who grew up with Pokemon, who were kids when it came out, were maybe mm-hmm. starting to drop off from it. They were starting to feel like it was uncool. But I think what we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks of how Pokemon has such a stronghold on us that people like us, yeah. we keep coming back to it. We're grown adults, yep. you know. We have kids. We have, you know, we are sharing this with a new generation, and we have the stronghold, on, or you know, as a stronghold on us. But then also, kids, like it's becoming a multi generational thing. It, so it it's has not been. just one generation. It is now two, maybe even going on, you know, a third almost a in third, some yeah. cases. Yep. Um, so I think you're right. It is that big mix of things. The Switch being a, a hot seller, how accessible it is to adults and kids and teenagers. And yeah, it's, it's just not even just beyond the games. It's it's still just Pokemon is a, a huge phenomenon still. Yep, it's yeah, it's. I would I wouldn't be surprised later. Like the next mainline Pokemon generation beats um, the sales here. It's just going to be additive. Agree. At this point. Especially and as I you, think the yeah. other yeah the other one thing I want to say, Hovik, is that it has been lukewarm in our bubble. I think that right. we're able to look at it with a critical eye and say, I wish it was this. I wish it were that. But most people aren't in this bubble with us. <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> we have a lot of harsh things to say. Like, on Twitter, they, you know, moan about how the trees look like N64 trees and how the li- dude doesn't have the national decks. Most people aren't saying that. No. Right. No, no. I think the boycott was like a, less than a half a percent of people. <laughs> I think it was even less. Oh, less than that. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think like the hyper critical look at games that loop. Like, I don't want more people in this bubble, not because I think it's too crowded, because it's exhausting and it ruins games mm-hmm. for us sometimes because we can't stop. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And so I applaud the people who just buy their games and enjoy their damn games because that's the way it yeah. should be, you know? So, and I think a lot mm-hmm. of people, a lot of people do that. Like, we have this, like, echo chamber of critical nonsense on our Now, feeds. I don't think yeah. that the, what we're, what we're criticizing isn't valid. I think a lot of what we hear in this bubble is extremely valid. Sure. But it does, yep. as far as sales go, it does not It doesn't matter. matter. And a lot of people are capable of, like, I looked at the frame rate in RCS at those certain points and I went, I don't care. I'm having so much fun, I don't care. And I think most people play video games like that. And I think that's why this one's so yes. special to me because it's letting me play a video game like people just who are disconnected play a video game, you know? It's the perfect example mm-hmm. of gameplay being more important than graphics. It's just joyous. It's just a joyous yeah. video game. And I think that's awesome, you know? So I want more people to have that experience with games. Always. Always. 
Um, also coming out of the Nintendo financial yeah. report, yeah. uh, is Nintendo interested in <laughs> NFTs? They were asked oh about my it by, gosh. by investors. One investor, Sound the of course, I mean, we knew this was going to happen, right? An investor had to ask their thoughts on the of metaverse course. and NFTs. And I think Nintendo gave a very Nintendo style yeah. answer. And I, I will read this verbatim. If we can find a way to communicate our Nintendo approach to many people in an easy-to-understand manner, we may be able to consider something, but we do not believe that this is the case at present. We can't make it cool. fun and sell it, so not right now. That's what I don't that says. Think they ever case will. closed. Yeah, I don't think I don't know if they ever will or won't, but I will say that they feel as if if it's not fun, they can't sell it and they, they won't use it. They can't say no, we're not interested. They in cannot this to say no, we're though, not because no. that's right. what investors are looking for right now. Correct. They're looking for this hot buzzword NFT. They're looking for the hot word, you know, metaverse. Because they it's, see it yeah. as this thing that's booming and something to make a hot buck on. and It's booming, but it's so volatile, it's right? It's so like, volatile. It's, yep. it's company, and, and companies went in, and now they're pulling out. Like yes. it's, it's within mm-hmm. a two weeks, three weeks Not time. Not even like, two, three days. The, in yeah. Some yeah. It's, yeah. This concept, I just... Of course, an investor would ask that. So yeah. I, I'm not surprised. And I, I'm glad Nintendo responded like that. Um, yeah. That, and yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think any company will vehemently, uh, vehemently disagree with like or say no to NFTs unless they're privately held or, or anything like that. Um, because that is the hot topic. And the yeah, hot they don't want to shut down something money. where investors are going to be like, oh, they're not. They're not going to think about this. I'm going to pull away. Yeah, you can't say no. Like, they came the closest to saying no, not right now, Mm -hmm. that they could say and still Mm -hmm. keep their investors from having a conniption fit. So good on them for diplomacy. Yeah, I don't think we have anything to worry about with that, though. Nintendo Nintendo. can't even... They're they're at 2006 for online. Like, they're not going to get into NFTs. (laughs) Let's talk about some rumors that are swirling. Yes. I I didn't know about this until Garrett added this to, to our story here. Uh, This comes from Zippo, a leaker that has been spot on in the past. He posted the following, or they posted the following on their blog. I'm hearing that the first direct of the year will take place this month and could be as soon as next week. It's going to be a big one. I'm not sure of the content at this point in time, but it's safe to assume that Kirby and the Forgotten Land, Splatoon 3, Advance Force 1 and 2, the heavily rumored Xenoblade 3, and a new Fire Emblem title is likely going to be featured in this one. Also, okay, so that part, let me stop the quote here for a second. That part, nobody's surprised, right? This all makes sense. After what we discussed last week, you guys expected either or on Xenoblade and Fire Emblem. Yeah. And I I said both. (laughs) I was like, I I think both. I still don't know. I I still don't know. You know, I could see that happening. So um, I don't think I'm Either way, not a huge surprise, right? Not a surprise, There's more surprising things like this next statement. He says, if you also, if you made Super Bowl sized money bets on this new Mario Kart not being real, you're going to be out of a lot of money. I don't think I'm surprised by the idea that they would drop another Mario Kart. I I never bet against Mario Kart. It's due. It's time. I would never bet against. Think about how many years Mario Kart 8 has been in circulation at this point. It's time. Did you see how many it sold in the past quarter, though? And as soon as they release a new one, they go back to the well on all of those people in that install base who will buy another Mario Kart. 
so fast. They're not stupid. They like money. You know, they like money. That's interesting. Money. Well, and Mario I mean, Kart's man, I hope you're totally right. doable. I hope you're right. It's time for a new Mario Kart. The last new Mario Kart we got was a rehash of the last Mario Kart that didn't sell well on the system it was on. Give me a new one. Do you one. think they show it and then they're like, 2023? Yeah. Absolutely. Maybe. They've yeah. got games for this year. I don't think they need it this year. I mean, or maybe. like not even any date, and then we don't hear about it for eight months. They don't usually right. do that with their big marquee titles, though. Oh, we say that all the time, but they, they did it with Zelda. They did it with Metroid Prime. They Those, did it with Bayonetta. The, uh, Bayonetta's not theirs. I know. It's you know what I mean? Them. Metroid Prime has been a mess since the beginning. Like, that game has been a crap show. Yeah, Zelda, but... They did it for Pokemon Snap. They announced it in June, and then we didn't hear about it again until, like, October. Sure, but that's not that long. That's only three or four months. That's not that bad. So, I think it's either or. It's either going to be, here it is in two months, or here it is in a year, or maybe the holiday. I could see holiday. Maybe. I could see them dropping it holiday. Mario Kart needs to be a holiday, I think. That would be November. Especially for the... Yeah. Yeah, I I could see that. They dropped I can totally see that. What's missing from this Zippo rumor? Breath of the Wild Two. It's not gonna. It's not, not gonna there. happen. Like I, it's not time yeah. yet. They it will have its own show when it's time. And if they talk about it before E three of this year, I will be very surprised. This if just, it's not in the next direct, it's not this year. I don't think it's this year either way. Sorry, darling. <laughs> what Zelda game are we getting then? This you're year? not. Are we gonna get our Dungeon Maker? No, are you're not we getting that. Get our remakes. You might get Wind Waker get or anything? Twilight Princess. You might get that this year. There, That'd be cool. That, I would take I that. I would like that. I don't think we're getting Breath of the Wild 2 yeah. this year. It's just, I just, it's not going to happen. It's not looking good. It's not, I'm, it's not looking I don't good. hear a, I don't hear a sequel, like, name at all. They haven't even yet. named it yet. Yeah. Yeah, they haven't named it. <laughs> Sorry, Bex. I don't think that they're going to port Wind Waker and Twilight Princess to the Switch. I think they would do, I think they would. I think that's free money. Eventually. Those are well loved. Yeah. Well loved games. I think that's free money. Because it's it's the Wii U Switch effect. You see these re-releases and not a lot of people was in the Wii U audience, but now everyone's on the Switch audience. And so like me, they they're targeting me, really. Is the is the person that did not have a Wii U and I I bought all the remakes of the Wii U games. Um so yeah, I, I bought Pikmin. I bought Donkey I did Kong yeah. Country Freeze. I owned a Wii U. Xenoblade. I still bought them. I did. I bought them because I wanted to play <laughs> so. them on the Switch. The thing is, like a lot of people hold Wing Waker, Pretty Dear, Twilight Princess is a really love Zelda game. And if they are not able to release Breath of the Wild, I could see them trying to bridge the gap. I could see that happening. They have yeah. to. They have to go in and fix some of the things that were Wii U specific. Like they had the Miiverse stamps, and they had the Tingle bottles with sure. the Miiverse connectivity. The yeah, they 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 would have to do that, but that's not like a the heaviest of lifts compared to some other things, like maybe making Breath of the Wild two run properly. Who knows? You know what I mean? Sorry, on, Sorry. on, on but, Switch uh, <laughs> first gen. Uh, uh, Breath of the Wild I had really... its struggles. Pokemon Arceus is having struggles. You know, it's like we're we're tapping yeah. out at the top of the system's beef here. You know. So I want Grezzo to release their own Zelda game, their own top-down Zelda game. Me too. Year. Me too. I just, That's what ni- I want more. It's nice to want things. That would be great. <laughs> it's nice to, want great. nice to want things, but... <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, let us know if you think Zippo's right about Mario Kart. I hope he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Garrett, you want to take this next one? 
Sure. Um, this came out randomly today, and I think someone, uh, West3DP, just showed me this tweet, and I was actually very surprised. Square Enix surprisingly announced a new strategy card RPG, um, and it's called Voice of Cards, The Forsaken Maiden. As you have heard before, Voice of Cards, um, and it's the Isle Dragon or whatever, mm-hmm. um, came out. Uh, like late last year so i guess they're doing these kind of mini series card rpg games and they're very bite-sized very short um and it's the same group of people that are making this like yoko taro and yosuke saito like all these famous people from square enix who create other franchises they're just having i, I guess they're having fun with these games or something because they're going back to it um and it's coming february 17th that is Two weeks. Mm-hmm. That is just out of freaking nowhere. Two weeks. Um, so very surprised that Square Enix is doing this with with these people. Um, I guess they're trying to, maybe they're trying a different flow of game development rather than these big tentpole titles that JRPGs are. It's like why don't we try shortening that development cycle and see how much content we can get out of it in one game. Um, and so West3DP asks, how did you feel about Isle Dragon, the first one? Um, there's a demo out on Switch mm-hmm. if you guys want to try it out. Um, and it's it's okay. It's it's a very vanilla RPG. It, it's not, but it's not card RPG as you know it from like Hearthstone mm-hmm. or know it from Magic. It's, it's not like that. It is turn-based RPG just with a card aesthetic to it. And I think that's what's helping them in development. It's just this card template where they could just put card art, some voice acting, and there you go. They got, I mean, of course, they got to create a story and systems, but once they got that covered, they don't have new 3D graphic assets. They don't have animations, really. Um, so I think that's why they can do short development. But yeah, I was very surprised by this. The, the um, part that surprised so, me is yeah. that Isle of Dragon sold well enough to make this happen. Because if it hadn't, this wouldn't have happened. Mm. They wouldn't have just dumped another one out if that wasn't at least make your money back, make some money on it successful. And I think it's a neat concept. I, I think the demo is worth checking mm-hmm. out for folks. But I'm glad to see that that like, unique concept sold well enough for them to go back to the well. That's mm-hmm. cool. I'm glad. I, I saw the comments on Twitter. It's like, I haven't even finished the yeah, first yeah, game. Like, yeah. This is like <laughs> Same. way too... I, I think they kind of prep themselves that they're going to do like a mini batch of these games and stagger them a little bit so expect more of these at least one more i i would suspect later this year um but yeah i i'm waiting on the sale for these yeah sure sure. i think the first one is like i I forgot the price but it's it's like 25 i think 25 or 30 are these only on uh, switch or do they also come out on pc it's on PC. Okay, as well. that's what I thought. It's on Switch, Steam, and I think PlayStation as well. So okay, yeah, all three consoles there. So yeah, Square Enix doing trying to, you know, change up the development cycle here. Yeah, with some famous people. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. We didn't put the story in, but you reminded me of Square Enix, and um, it's not yeah. Switch related yet, but it will be the Life is Strange remastered broke my little heart it's a mess dude. i didn't oh that I was didn't rough because i was waiting for switch but i'm not gonna buy it at all now i don't care i don't even care if they fix it it's not right <laughs> they released it in a messy that. messy state and i'm really sad i was gonna buy it it's and 
I'll just not messy is a really nice way to put it. I'm being really kind. Um, it's they're they're words that I want to say. I should not say on a family show. So that's where we're at. <laughs> exactly. It's playable. I watched. I, I watched yep. my friend play it. Couldn't she couldn't get past the first scene where she had to do an action yeah. to progress mm-hmm. the story because the action didn't show up. So she had to reload the scene. I had another friend who couldn't get past the courtyard restarted mm-hmm. still couldn't get past the courtyard tried to get a refund from sony sony said nope you got a trophy in the first two minutes yep. of the game sony so is yeah, not a very good policy i if um, you want to play these games my recommendation is to play the original versions on pc if you can that yes. is the best the place textures, and blessed way. you know are it's all mess. the skin colors are all colors are all up. off the like it's t-posing instead of wrong uh, subtitles and wrong languages there's like, no subtitles past episode one it's, it's kind of crazy mess it's a bad mess, i'm really sad so i'm sad i only they have them better. just because it was in the ultimate edition um of true colors mm-hmm. and i had a very good deal now they um, say that they're them, working so. on fixing them they're saying report the bugs of course I Did they, they not do. QA oh. it though? It's like some of this stuff is happening like across the board. I think it's, I think Square Enix didn't want to delay it again, and they should have. That's, should've, that's the, bad. The, the theory they that's floating around. It. They should have delayed yeah, them all. It, it with got the delayed Switch. once. Yeah, it got I know. Delayed at, at once because it was supposed to come out last year. Now we know why. Deck Nine, who's who's doing this um, remaster, has a really good track record. There were some glitches in True Colors. You know that's okay. It's just a new it, game. It was fine it just though. Came out. It was fine. It was playable. Mm-hmm. You know the glitches were kind of funny. It wasn't broken or unplayable, but I it's... think that Square Enix put a lot of pressure on them to take a game that mm-hmm. was not their own source code and yeah, yep. do something Mess with it, it, and they were lost. <laughs> so it's sad. Know. I'm upset. I mean, I hope they fix it for the people who bought it. You know what I mean? Like, I do care that the people who paid money for something get a product that's worth the cash they paid. Otherwise, if you have older discs for your old systems, those are one way to go. Or just get the freaking PC versions, the originals. Didn't they do Before the Storm, Deck Nine? They did. They did. And that's on this collection. So there's no excuse for that one. Yeah, there's no excuse for that. It's bad. And that used the engine from the first game, if I recall correctly. So they've worked with that engine before. It's just... It was probably a resource issue with trying to release True Colors, but, you know, it's just, that's too bad. Mm. Sad. It is too bad. And I waited seven years to play Life is Strange, one of my favorite ever games on my favorite ever, you know, on a Nintendo console, period. And I know it's not out yet, but I cannot imagine it would be in, they probably couldn't even get it to boot up on the I was going to say, I bet you it just won't run. It won't run. Like, ah. Like, if that's any indicator. Man, I am very sad. I hope they fix it. I'm not going to keep complaining about it. I hope they fix it. For the people (laughs) who own it and bought it and can't get refunds, I hope they fix it. So, you know. Same. In other news, which is way more exciting and positive and happy news, we got our... Remember last week we were talking that Yacht Club Games was announcing... They had, like, their own Mm -hmm. director showcase Mm -hmm. or whatever they were going to call it. And we're like... What is was going to be a new Shovel Knight? What's it going to be? And it was not Shovel Knight. It was a brand new project called Mina the Hollower. Mm-hmm. 
So mm-hmm. Shovel Knight's creator Yacht Club, Club Games uh, is kickstarting their new project, Mina the Hollower. It's a bone-chilling action adventure featuring classic gameplay and 8-bit aesthetic in the style of Game Boy Color, refined for the modern era. They are doing a Kickstarter, and I know a lot of people mm-hmm. were surprised about this at first, but they did go on to explain it. They said, compared to our original Kickstarter, we're not in dire straits. We're financing a majority of Mina the Hollower's development internally. Our main reason for launching a Kickstarter this time is to build a brand new universe in the same way we did with our first game, Shovel Knight, with our community involved in creating something special along with us. Every backer that joins the development will help to make a more robust game. Together, we will break new ground. Mm -hmm. This Kickstarter was a heck of a success. It was fully funded in under 24 hours, currently sitting at over $630,000. You can get the digital game for $20. Uh, There will be a physical version available for purchase separately if you didn't want to do the really high tier for the physical. Back that for the Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I got really excited about this announcement, guys, because <laughs> this looks like a Rebecca game. It does. It features yeah. a cute little mouse character. It's kind of that Zelda Castlevania type style. Like, it's a top-down Game Boy. Mm-hmm. I, I love the Game Boy Color aesthetic. It looks so good. I talked to somebody who great. has played a demo of it. Some people got a demo. That oh, really? They played a 30-minute demo. And he said that it is so fun. Like, I'm really looking forward to this. I don't even care when it comes out. It'll probably be sometime next year, you know, in 2023. But I did Mm -hmm. back it. Oh. Yeah. What price, huh? quite an amount of money that uh, gets me several goodies, including a really Like a Switch Lite. <laughs> I'm not getting a switch light, but <laughs> but equivalent um, to a switch light, right? <laughs> the thing that caught my eye was the cute little Mina plush, and it was very mm. adorable. And I get a bunch of other stuff too in the game, and I get to support this awesome project. Yep. And we keep talking about support indie devs, pay mm-hmm. indie devs more money, mm-hmm. and people cannot say that and then criticize this Kickstarter in the next breath because if you want to see indie games thrive and you want the devs to be paid more money support these kind of projects yes Yes, they have the money from shovel knight but they can do a lot more and they can they can make more money and Mm -hmm. this is also a way for them to sell merch like and do other things like Mm -hmm. i've kickstarted a few things here and there i've kickstarted board games like i you know like i don't have a problem with kickstarter i'm not gonna kickstart this yet i might i might just buy it when it comes out you know what i mean i like what they do, I don't yeah. like it enough to kickstart. I mean, but and Yacht, Yacht Club is so reputable. I think with mm-hmm. seeing how much they did with Shovel Knight over the years with their Kickstarter from that, they took that far. They yep. made lots of side games. They made lots of expansions, DLC. I feel good about backing it. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad they did this. Um, I'm I'm actually pretty glad that they went this route. I I don't think people really expected this. They expected a true Shovel Knight sequel mm-hmm. and. They had a form years ago, um, just like, hey, what do you guys want to do with the next game? And I'm sure they were looking at the company and they're like, do we want to get bigger? Do we want to do more? Mm-hmm. And they could have gone that route. They could have had the Shovel Knight 64. They could have had um, a whole plethora of different types of more complicated games. But it looks like they're just sticking to their roots. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad they're doing like a brand new kind of game. And yeah, but it, it is it a little different like, because Shovel Knight is a platformer, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. This is a totally different genre. It is, but you have you have the same style, though. It, it's it is style, an action yeah. platformer, uh, same art, same type mm-hmm. of music. 
um yeah i'm really digging it um i'm really digging the trailer of it and so yeah i'm with elaine like i, I won't probably kickstart it um because the kickstarter i would get are, is already the price yeah. i would pay it, it yeah. would be the same yeah. price it would be 20 i would bucks. just go for digital same. um that You're that's another big that. thing the digital price for this is 20 bucks that's they could have gone 30 they could have gone 40 yeah. they could have gone 60 maybe maybe not for Mm-mm. this game but they could have gone more than, they could have gone more than easily. um yeah yeah with so the reputation I'm shovel knight has very for excited sure. yeah and mm-hmm, Shovel Knight mm-hmm. is a game that I want to love. I just don't like the genre, but I love everything that, you know, that that game stands for and what it is and how, you know, much mm-hmm. charm it has. Um, so that's why I'm really excited about Mina the Hollower, because I know I love this genre. Yeah. And I know that Yacht Club is reputable and that they're going to make this awesome, mm-hmm. awesome game that I'm going to love. So. It looks it's, great. It looks fun. Absolutely. I'm very excited for it. I'm a fan. I'm a Big fan. fan. Day one. Yes. All right, that wraps up our news, and we have a handful of questions directly from you, starting with Kyle the Pug wants to know, what is one game you spent the most hours playing during childhood? And did any of your family members play and enjoy that same game with you? Hmm. I have an answer to this one. My family didn't play it with me because I beat them and they didn't want to play with me. Um, It was Tetris (laughs) Attack on the (laughs) Super Nintendo. Tetris Attack. Oh, Tetris Attack. Tetris Attack is like, and I I just, my brother would not play with me anymore because I just trounced him because my brain just, I could beat the computer on the hardest level. Like, I just, you just like go, I just put people away. Yeah, I put people away in that (laughs) game. I would advance the screen on purpose and just stack stuff. I was very good. I played all the combos. So much of that game. Like, an absurd number of hours. Yeah. I love the the Pokemon one, the challenge puzzle challenge yep. league or whatever it's called in in Nintendo sixty four. That one was yeah. that one ran really terribly, but it was three D, so you would you could rotate all the way around in a yes, full circle. You could but rotate. it ran like trash, but I still loved it. Um, the Super Nintendo one actually ran pretty well. Like the Pokemon one would uh, drop okay. frames every time you tried to rotate. It was hard to play mm-hmm. that one no. quickly. So. So um, one of my most played games is actually a real-time strategy game called Rise of Nations. Um, that came out in 2002. So I guess it wasn't like really, really like child, but I was like a little older. Uh, I, I played with my dad and my uncle and, and my aunt a lot uh, with this game. And then I got my friends to join in. And it was like Age of Empires, right? You would have like your, your land party and you get together and just, just play for like seven hours or whatever a scenario is so yeah rise of nations is my i played that, that one in college very memorable i played it in college thanks mm-hmm. garrett i'm gonna go cry <laughs> i like to have one of those moments every week with you guys it makes me feel good yeah <laughs> i was probably like nine <gasps> or ten or something I'm like, gonna i don't go know cry in the corner <laughs> uh, of course me and my dad played a lot of zelda when i was growing up a lot of ocarina of time a lot of link to the past every console zelda game that came out uh, that's like, I think the only one that I shared with a family member besides, oh man, I put a crap ton of hours into Pokemon Gold and Silver. He played that with me too. I think I played Silver. I think he played Gold. Might have been vice versa. Um, and I think he got through most of the game, if not all of it. I played a ton of that and we linked up with our link cable, traded some Pokemon. I think that was the only Pokemon cool. game that he like really, you know, ever, ever tried and played because he didn't like the handheld so much, but um Mm -hmm. definitely zelda that was my shared bond with him nice 
Lower Legend wants to know if Splatoon adopted a live service model similar to Halo Infinite or something similar, uh, would you be for it or against it, assuming it's affordable, of course? Now catch me up. I don't know what the model is in Halo Infinite. It, it's so, a battle pass yeah, model, I mean, like everything else. It's a battle it's pass, a battle yeah. pass model. Like Fortnite, like Apex, like... And so when they mean live service, they mean like you buy a battle pass that you you get to go and like have rewards whenever you go into a match and play and you do certain extra tasks or whatever and you can like you know it's just like extra things on top of the game itself um i would be against it i would rather them do another dlc like octo expansion i would be i would actually mm. be for it and i would also would like more dlc that's like campaign based but a live service like this right. when i'm bad at a game gives me reasons to play it like i'm terrible at fortnite but i like leveling up the battle pass it's fun you know and i don't always have mm -hmm. to do things like win to level up a battle pass and i love that so it's like it's like the rocket pass in rocket league sure yeah like you have yes. tasks like you know do certain like in fortnite yeah. there's Heck like no. i never buy that i've never bought that once yeah and you don't have to you know what i mean um you don't yeah yeah i all these are optional i think it would be cool i think they could do cool things with that like and add modes to support some of that stuff i wouldn't be against it whole cloth i don't think it needs it uh but if they put it in i would play it that would be fun for me. i don't know i think i only think it works for a free-to-play game it works for rocket league it works for fortnite because those are free-to-play games that you know i haven't given them my money yet i don't want to pay 60 dollars mm -hmm. and then feel like i'm looking at all these really cool things that like i can't have because i gotta pay more on top of my 60 dollars like i would rather all those cool things be in the game that i bought with my 60 dollars mm -hmm. that's fair mm -hmm. like it does that it may, is more suited that, to like a free to play, it really is that that service. Yeah, model. that makes sense. I'm I'm saying with Battle Pass, if you played like enough Splatoon, though, you probably can get as much of the stuff as people who bought the Battle yeah. Pass. And like, it's it's more about like longevity of the game, like kind of refreshing. You know, Splatoon's fun. Splatoon mm -hmm. Two is 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 a lot of fun, and we get some tournaments here mm -hmm. and there, some events here and there, but it's not to the degree of let's say, a Fortnite, let's say, an Apex, where they really changed the game. Okay. Well, and, I and think... Rocket League, too, they add new modes, mm -hmm. too, throughout, and, like, take yeah. them out. It's it's that kind of I think service. if it was, was going to be like that, then sure. Yeah. You know, I, I would want it to be more than mm -hmm. just, like, you know, a pass where if I level up enough, I'm going to get some more cosmetics kind of stuff. Um, right. I, you know, I would want it to be, I would want it to go towards, like, modes and tournaments and stuff. Yeah. I, I agree with you that first and foremost is the story and the uh, of whatever that campaign is because I think that's going to be cool and then just make the game fun mm -hmm. like and then I'm sure they they always make that game fun just just fix the issues you have from Splatoon two I don't think a battle pass live service is gonna fix no. anything or improve I don't it. think that yeah. either I think if it happened I yeah. wouldn't be mad about it though because it it has the potential yeah. to extend the life cycle of that game and. Mm -hmm. I think that that's valuable these days, especially with kids like or, or mm -hmm. people in general defaulting back out to whatever the new hot thing is. Like it serves the community mm -hmm. to extend the life. So that's why I say I don't think it needs it. It won't. But it's, I'm not opposed yeah. to the concept if they can do it the right way. So I think one of Nintendo's I wouldn't say faults, but like downside is that they like to jump to another game. And so is this Splatoon developer? Are they just Splatoon developers, or are they do? They do I other think things, this is right? what they, Animal Crossing. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Okay. So, so I mean, they do these live service seat games, like games. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't, yeah, I don't see it being the degree of like Halo Infinite or Fortnite because no. that's their studio is dedicated to that live service game. Sure. So, yeah, I, I don't see that happening here. Yeah. Adam wants to know when are we getting a new Amiibo? They announced a grip of them that they haven't launched pre orders for yet. I think um, the Smash ones we're still due for. All yeah, we're Smash still due. Characters. We'll get Sora. We'll get whoever else. It would be cool if they would just chill because I have to put up more shelves. And by me, I mean my girlfriend <laughs> needs to put up more shelves because I'm out of space. Can you show that with your camera at all? Is that possible? Because that's show. amazing. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. We see that. I all want organized. new so Zelda nice. Amiibo that are not Link. Uh, big same. Cool. Big same. Um, but I want a Mina the Hollower uh, amiibo. You got Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight one. No, I don't care Shovel about, don't care about yeah. Shovel Knight. He's not a cute little mouse. I want a Mina the Hollower. <laughs> of course. He's he's there as a Hollower. I I was wondering this. What is a Hollower? What is that? That's not a real bird. I I don't I think that's a made exactly. up yeah. made up video game. Word. I think it's. I think they're yeah. yeah. I. I actually don't know. Are you googling so. things? I uh, I don't. I just want them to. I just. I'm out of space. So like, if they could just have some chill, <laughs> that would be cool because she's well, already I'm rolled sure her eyes. Sure, they'll me. do one for Kirby. Maybe they have I'm so sure many Kirby we'll amiibo though. They could just reprint well, the ones. Well, they have to do that cute little. Who's the fair? The little companion now. Oh yeah, right. The they'll ferret do one guy. for her. And then they'll do the whoever the new pop stars are in Splatoon three. I'm gonna need more shelves. Brb, go yeah, to IKEA. Yeah. Damn it, go to IKEA. We'll get them. So Adam. much I IKEA. think I think it's slowing down, but I think you'll get them for these types of games. Probably. Yep. Pete the Smiling Stegosaurus says, "What is a game you want to play that you haven't yet that came out over ten years ago?" I have no. There's a lot. A lot there's of so them. So many. Yeah. I'm I'm so. I don't know. I can't think of Pete the Smiling Stegosaurus. You're opening like a backlog. I have a cabinet <laughs> in my mental brain, and you're just opening an unending Mary Poppins Garrett, cabinet. From like, I have a spreadsheet yeah, before, for yeah. stuff like this. It's you bad. know what I thought of when I read this question? What? Golden Sun. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. that's that one Sun. that we need to play. That game's really okay. Good. When you one. want to do that, I I have my Retroid Pocket right here. We can we, we can. That start anytime the other one that i thought of is have you Mm -hmm. ever heard of and i didn't know this game existed until like less than a year ago for the frog bell tolls it was a japanese exclusive game boy game um that i didn't know about until john cartwright played it and he was like kind of tweeting about it i think he made some videos about it for nintendo life um Mm -hmm. but it's it uses the same engine as Link's awakening so it looks exactly the same but there is an interesting an english fan translation for it that i really want to play i love me my zelda top downs that's a good choice i have so many go for it yeah you should do that i would play golden sun with you guys golden sun is great (gasps) we should have a shack golden sun we should do it yeah i think we said that like a long time ago. we did over like before the holidays but, you know, then the holidays. You know, we'll do it. We'll 10 do it. years ago, it's, like, it's not that old. That's 2012. Like, Listen. there's a lot of games before 2012. I'm thinking 2001, Golden Sun. Like, that's not 10 years ago. 
But it's at we least can, uh, 10 years ago. Over, he said theory. over 10 years. So over 10 years. The Golden Sun yeah. counts. So, you know. Yep. Right. I know. But when I think 10 years ago, I'm thinking, oh, early 2000s. I think the 90s, Rebecca. Like, <laughs> I can't. Right? I'm like, oh, I was just at the 7-Eleven drinking the Crystal Pepsi. I'm going to go cry. Like, I'm, you can't. Let's play Skyrim. Skyrim's over ten yeah. years ago. Shut up. Let's yeah. Oh my god. You want to feel not okay? Yeah. Now you know how I feel every day. There you go. Every day. Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. That game was really, like really this. good. Brotherhood was one of my. Favorites. I loved it. Brotherhood was great. Mm-hmm. Man. Okay. Thanks, Pete. <laughs> Thanks, Pete. <laughs> G-Man says, so, Dr. Bland, since you're a doctor yes. now, are you a good doctor that no. helps people, or are you an evil doctor that has evil schemes? Yes. Um, what? Yes. <laughs> there it is. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I would like to be an evil doctor. That seems Dr. Cool, Bland but... is like an evil scientist name. But like a crappy one, it, though. It Come on. like A very, like no, one of those not. dark ones. Is it, no, it's Like from Kim Possible? What's yeah, that that's doctor? what I was thinking. What is the Kim uh, Possible? It does sound like a Kim Possible. It does. Name. It sounds like a, an anime doctor character. Yeah, or from like Dexter's <laughs> Lab. Dexter's Lab was yes. the other one I thought of, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, my department's civil environmental engineering, so I, I very much try to help people <laughs> with, with my degree. Yes. Like there you it. go. You're secretly evil. You're evil in disguise. He's evil. He's secretly evil. Exactly. But not intentionally. He, just doesn't, he doesn't yeah. want to tell people that. So I, I, I'm a very ineffective on purpose. Evil. It would be better if you were just I like doctor. it. You can make a whole character, a whole Dr. Blind character. I feel like if he's Dr. Explosion. I, I can be a Dr. Explosion sounds evil. Ex- Maybe it's yeah, a... Yeah, I, I, I saw someone. Maybe yeah. it's a Jekyll and Hyde yeah. thing. Dr. Bland is your good version, and Dr. Explosion is your bad mm-hmm. version. Mm. That's evil. And very counterintuitive what I do. I like yes. it. I like it. This could be like a new video game. <laughs> oh, I would love right. that game. Yeah. That would be good. And then finally, Delvin wants to know <laughs> what Nintendo character would you like to punch in the face? Damn it, Delvin. That's a good one. That's I a have good an answer one. right off the bat. Hit me. Toad. Toad. Wow. Yeah. Punch I him in the face. Coming. Wow. Can I kick Where's him his face? too? No, you can't punt Toad. What kind I'm of monster? I'm going to punt him across the field. You're drop kicking Toad. I'm I can just hear his toad. sound right now. Why would you drop kick him? You will hear that sound. <laughs> and then, I'll, then I'll, kick, I'll punch him really far away so I never have to hear him again. Man, I feel like that's mm. probably Waluigi. Like, take your weird mustache. I was thinking Wario. Go sit down. Yeah, same difference. So you punch one, I'll punch the other. Problem solved. It was such a big nose. It's just like, very punchable just face. You just got to. Yeah. Just get yeah, right, in the, right in the socket. Their stupid mustache. Willoughby in chat says duck Thanks, hunt dog. That oh, is that dog's such dog a jerk. Animal abuse. No, he's so cute. He's mean. He laughs at he's you. He's laughing at you. Yes, he is. He's, he's laughing like, with you. No, he's not. No. Rebecca, don't get on he's, the boat. He's the dog is not laughing with you. We need a list of check <laughs> oh, things for you. Oh, Garrett and you, you and mm-hmm. Elaine and Garrett, you want to punch um, Cap'n. I kind of want to punch Cap'n. Animal Crossing. My girlfriend keeps oh, getting on yeah. the boat, though, and she's like, this guy doesn't seem so bad. I'm like, no, stop. He is not bad. He is polite, and he is kind. Mm-hmm. I, I want to call the police on him. That's what yeah. I want to do. That's an unmarked boat. Is that even his boat? Did he steal the boat? We can't do this <laughs> you again. You voluntarily went on the boat. Say no to the boat. Because he has Pokemon cards in there. He lured you. <laughs> They're fakes, though. They're fakes. 
They're all yeah, fake. They're Edgardo in chat says the flower lady from Breath of the Wild. Do you oh. remember her? Don't yes. step on my flowers. And then she goes into a rage if you step on them. I want to step on her flowers. When someone tells me not to do something, I, just, I want to I just want to step, do it more. Yeah, just step on them yeah. then. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to do it more. <laughs> Annoy them. hate that lady. I think there's some very punchable Nintendo characters. There's a lot of punchable. Don't, don't say you want... Kyle! Kyle said... That's why they made a fight again. Kyle said he wants to punch what? Garbodor the Pokemon. I love Garbodor. Don't you punch You're just him. punching a pile of trash. Is that the... That's yeah, the trash man. Trashamon. I don't want to punch them. I love that guy. <gasps> XPS Try- says, what about Navi with a fly swatter? Hey, no, listen. She, hey. Is, she is helpful. No, she's no. not. She's terrible. I love Navi. Ma'am. No, she's good. Hey, listen. Hey, she's listen. so good. There's a little shiny fly and you just swat it. Oh, yeah, God. That was that's, just... that's rough. You know she dies at the end of that game, right? Why are you like this? Which one? Ocarina of Time. Which one? Why are you like this? Oh, I forget. <laughs> There's like a fan theory that she leaves and she flies up into the light so that uh, Link can't see her. Because it's supposed to be when a fairy fulfills her duty, she dies. And she fulfilled her duty for the, Link. How does he come back with Majora's Mask? She, she, you never see like, her in Majora's Mask. So Link is trying to oh, find her, but he never finds her. It's all the her. dark fly? Okay, cool. So that's just... You have to be nice to Navi because she dies. No, wait, what? Okay. That's, not how, that's not how any of this works. <laughs> She's better than Fee. Fi. How are you saying? Foe and Fum. Foe Fum. Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, that's going to do it for Nintendo Shake this yep, week. As done. I end on like the most depressing Ocarina of Time fact. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Thanks I'll, I'll try to come I need to play Majora's with- Mask now. Oh, Majora's Mask is such a good game. Oh, it's coming out yeah. probably within a couple weeks. Right? Any second or... now. It's February. Buckle I, up. I got my 3DS. Yeah, yeah I'll just, that's true. Yeah, I'm just not going to play it because it stresses me out. So It could shadow drop with a direct next week. Hopefully next week we are talking about a direct. I'm not going to hold my breath. That would be cool. But I hope we are. I'm ready for some more Nintendo news. Let's go. Sure. Yep, absolutely time. Let's, Let's go. do this. All right. Uh, I'm hoping that I will finish Pokemon Legends Arceus this weekend. I mm, we cool. look out for a review from me early next week. Cool. I am reviewing it kind of last minute here. Um, and that will do it. We will see what next week brings us. Good night, Koopalings. Bye-bye. <laughs>